0: You forgot to throw up the Eternals.
1: Oh shit! I did. Whoops. Sorry. You didn't see it in theaters. Not yet. No. What you don't you don't want to give Disney money for their amazing thing?
2: I'm trying to think of what the last movie I saw in a movie theater was, and it might have been The Dark Tower.
0: <laughs> oh, it honestly <laughs> might have been that long ago. Wow. Okay.
1: Um, I was definitely Sonic. It was good. We all love that movie. Yeah, that movie was a classic, instant classic. Now Idris Elba is going to play Knuckles.
2: That's going to make it a thousand times better.
1: Yeah, it is. It's going to be great. I'm excited for that. uh, My cat's in here and he's being very crazy. I don't know why he's jumping around. Because he's a cat. That's what they do. What an asshole. he knows it's podcast recording time
2: yeah you, you posted it on the schedule
1: yeah I told him he knew but I put him in the bedroom hoping he would just like sleep on the pillow like he likes to do he's just like running around it's not bedtime
0: this is usually nap time for him around now he likes taking naps cats like to nap I've never seen a cat who likes to nap oh wow oh wait that's probably
2: wrong
1: I mean they usually like that I've never seen a cat is what I meant oh okay that makes more sense
2: did you go see the Eternals in theaters
1: no not yet I should I heard it was great 10 out of 10
0: yeah
2: it's the greatest Marvel movie of all time is what I've heard
1: yeah can't wait but Shang Chi is coming to Disney Plus, that for purchase uh, tomorrow or the next day. Today, oh, when f- this is recording. It's coming for purchase. I saw it was like being added onto it. I didn't
2: understand what that meant.
1: Yeah, it's like you, you like pay to like rent it, but what? But what that means is that uh, there will be a copy on uh, Pirate Bay that is watchable. That
2: is way better and it has an yeah. ending.
1: Right. Just, just, just find me the clip. Scenes, just send me that. the
2: clip of uh, whatever the fuck the ending is. That's one all I One with all the missed. racial
1: slurs. That version. That's the one they're gonna put up.
2: I just need to see whatever the fuck was supposed to happen at the end. Yeah. Also, throw up antlers. I still want to see that one.
1: Oh. Yeah, I'm forgetting about all these movies. Yeah,
2: you. You're distracted by that darn cat.
1: He's gotten himself under the blanket and on the bed. and I don't know how he did that. Is he
2: freaking out or is he tucking himself in? Don't cats hate it when you put them under a blanket.
1: He seems to like it. Oh, I mean, he puts himself under the blanket. I don't put him under the blanket. Interesting. I, I heard him sneeze and then I didn't see him and then he like moved a little and that's how I knew. All right. Well, hopefully he's not too noisy yeah you can can edit out some
2: cat sneezes yeah or keep them in that's how we get the crowds
1: yeah yeah cats everyone loves cats Cat sneezes are adorable that's one thing invincible is sorely missing is cats well no they have battle cat oh yeah they have them so yeah speaking of cats battle bees how dare you (laughs) i forgot
2: I mean, should we probably play the intro first before we start? Oh yeah, yeah. uh, Let's let's
1: uh, set sail for adventure. If I can get to it on time.
2: Just in the nick of time. You nailed it. Welcome to Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics. I'm Dave.
1: And I'm Donnie. And this is our pen ultimate invincible episode. Uh, So this week we're talking about volumes 20, 21, and 22. Which uh, I think that the series is picking up a little more than the last batch. What do you think? Uh, I mean,
2: we did have that reboot episode. (laughs) Except for that, yeah, or volume.
1: Beyond that, though,
2: yeah, beyond that, I guess so.
1: We well, okay. Let's let's start with volume twenty. This is um, the one. A lot going on in this one, yeah. So we have a uh, robot is uh, moving forward with his plan to like take over, and uh, Invincible gets raped. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh yeah, in- Invincible has to escape from another dimension, talking with the uh, other dimension robot, which was fun. Um, so, yeah, all that stuff. Cecil gets his head stomped in so that there's a lot going on in this issue, especially the rape. That was pretty funny. The rape scene. I mean, he was asking for
2: it, wearing that cute little skin tight. I know. Hero leotard thing.
1: Yeah, don't go out Just dressed begging like that. For it, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Don't
2: don't be such a tease and you won't go around Cover getting raped. Little. Invincible. It's your own fault.
1: <laughs> it is his own fault. I like I like that uh, the role reversal there because like I think this is the first comic book I've read where like the man gets raped by a woman. He gets raped by the girl, Anissa. The uh, Anissa I yeah, finally named her. He's like, okay, yeah, so heck, there we so go. I wrote it's it not down just girl, I mustacheless. Yeah, the one like. mustacheless one. Yeah, she's still very muscular and stuff, and you know that's a little intimidating. So I can understand his apprehension, but I think he like wanted it deep down. Right, like he, I mean, he, he, he wants later to, he on. He thinks He did
2: because he was trying yeah. to rationalize it.
1: Right, he's definitely trying to plow. Like he just got in a fight with Eve too. So it's like it, she's like, "Oh, sorry, Invincible. Fuck you. You were uh, away in that dimension, and you were away so long that I became not fat anymore." Which also that that's the other big note. No more fat Eve. So I'm happy about that. She was pregnant for a while still, but she wasn't like fat and pregnant. Just pregnant.
2: Yeah, she was eating disorder, body mist dysmorphia eve yeah thank god she almost
1: lost the baby for it too i mean necessary sacrifice but the baby was fine in the end so really you know she win, win. she did just fine yeah yeah
2: sometimes you got to cut your losses
1: yeah for the greater good do. like robot right would say that's what he would do yeah it's a very robot move but i'm glad she's not fat anymore i was a, i didn't really like the fat one I don't think Kirkman did either. Uh, oh yeah, and then um, so Rex is like taking over, and then he like he stomps Cecil's head in. That was pretty cool curb stomp. And then um, he like pushes it, it, like Eve is involved in this, and she like falls directly on her pregnant stomach with like the huge like punt like pow thing that you see in comics like around her stomach to show that she got hit really really hard. But then like the baby was just that. fine. Oh yeah, it was good. It said pow splat
2: that was from when he ripped her leg off
1: yeah yeah that was like right before he rips her leg off and then like then he rips her leg off so then she has a prosthetic leg for the rest of the series i presume but yeah that was a that was a fun scene what a what a way to use the batman sound effects shit i know yeah it was awesome i was really happy about that how why does that happen like every time we read a book with a pregnant woman in it they get like hit insanely hard in their pregnant stomach and then just nothing comes of it it's just like yeah it's fine because you intentionally pick out books with domestic violence because you're a monster yeah but the the domestic violence doesn't really there's like no We're consequences not seeing results. right no 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 no. so the, like i'm picking books with shitty domestic violence. yeah ineffective domestic violence
2: you need more of that real gritty domestic violence shit.
1: Yeah, you gotta like
2: There need to be consequences, his, like, comic book
1: writers. Gotta have Robot like take his um like Doc Ock extending arm and like just just like whip Eve like over his head, like get a good arc going and then splat right on the stomach. Just do that. Like maybe try a little harder. I don't know if I'm talking to the character or to Kirkman, maybe both.
2: Next, next superhero book, Kirkman Rides, You can take this into account.
1: His next book is going to be called, like, uh, Stomping Uteruses or something. Stomping Babies it has an Amazon show already. That's true. He's got the deal, he doesn't need their <laughs> approval, right? He's carte blanche, right last note i had about this is that there is uh when rex is taking over he throws monster girl into space and uh monster girl does survive that but we still haven't seen her like wake up out of a brain damage yes we have oh we did did you wait, not, when did
2: that happen did you not read any of these other two books
1: what didn't that oh wait was she in hold on <laughs> hold on when did she wake up she didn't do anything she though wakes, she like she wakes up and even transforms during the escape
2: you were, we're jumping way ahead here, but did you not read the other two books?
1: I did. She's,
2: she's. <laughs> no, wait, was that, was that, that before? The
1: entire time. Was that before or after she like talks to her son and was like, oh yeah, we're going to work together now. Was that, did that happen after she woke up? That was after like she came through from the surgery. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then never mind. I guess I forgot about it. I, I got those mixed up in my head. I, I was uh, more interested in what else was going on, I guess at that point.
2: So, way more important shit during that Rex taking over the world thing. Black Samson has apparently retired and he's just a, a stylist now in a barbershop. He opened his own barbershop, which is cool. And uh, this is the most important note I have about all of Invincible's in entirety Elephant is not just a rhino n- knockoff, he's more of a white tiger knockoff. He's just a, a tiny little old black man who just so happens to have an elephant medallion that transforms him into the villain, the elephant. But apparently he's sort of reformed now because he just sweeps up the hair from uh, Black Samson's barbershop as a job part-time in elephant man form. So I don't really know when he had this change of heart, but he's found the good and he's working a shitty, probably super low-paying job sweeping hair in a barbershop for Black Samson. He's also a tiny little old person and not a like a man trapped in an elephant mutation form.
1: So, and that, that's kind of weird that he chooses to stay in the elephant form because it also it not, not only makes him like an elephant man, it like makes him white. Yeah, like too, that's that's the other
2: weird. weird part about that.
1: So, like when I first came back to the States, I was looking for a barbershop and I walked into three black barbershops in a row, like trying to find one. And uh, all of them were extremely awkward. And it's like, it's clear, like, I don't think we can cut your hair. Like the third one, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. Whatever. I'm, you know, I'm tired of looking for barbershops. And the guy's like, Hey man, I got to go like pick up my kid today. If you want to schedule something later, like just, nah, just forget it. Sorry. Sorry for this thing. Like gives me an excuse to not cut my hair. So like, it's weird. Use your old black man form. And like sweep up hair there. I think you'd fit in a little better. Like I have that. I Just with this experience I've had, I know that it's very, very awkward. Sure, I I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, he has the option. Is, uh, is all I'm saying. Like you know, if he if you if he didn't have the option, then you know, fine, you make it work. But I just feel like he can make it easier for himself.
2: Hey, how is being a a, a tiny little black man in America? an easier option for him than being like a giant monster elephant person oh, who's no, also one No, it's an easier white. option. Do you sure. not understand yeah, what it's... happens in this country to innocent <laughs> unarmed black no, people no, 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 no. in the
1: in the black barber shop. It oh, would just be specifically advantageous for the barber be, shop. Yes. Time. Okay, Only in the okay. barber shop. Yes.
2: Like when he's out like driving himself home at the end of the shift, he needs to turn back into a white <laughs> Yeah, band. he turns Absolutely. back. Absolutely. Okay, okay. Like
1: the second he sets foot outside the door, you know, yeah, just Go back to the white elephant, man. Yeah, You're that way makes better way more as being sense. a white man okay. and a weird yeah. elephant furry suit. He's gonna get yeah. shot
2: instantly by the first cop that sees him in that form.
1: Yeah, exactly. So no, just you know, you go in the go into the barbershop. I would you know it's a black barbershop. They want that's uh, that's what it that's what it is there.
2: Uh, let's see, so other notes. Kid Thor's team. There's a a blonde lady who's wearing, like, purple and white costume, and she has purple boxing gloves on, and I really hope that she's just, like, a shitty knockoff of Balrog from Street Fighter. Like, that's her superpower, is just, like, good left hooks and jabs or some shitty boxing moves, and yet she's entered this, like, fighting world of, like, all these superhumanoids and shit, and she just, like, punches decently at boxing, like... What a shitty like ability to be cursed with! Like, what a fucking waste. But yeah. apparently, like later on in the next issue, they have their funeral. Apparently, they're married. So I have no idea if that's a, a thing that goes on. I think Kid Thor. I, I don't know. Is that like its own book? I don't fucking understand any of these. It could be themes. like
1: Guardians of the Globe thing, or or something. One of the spinoffs.
2: I want to read read it now just to see the Lady Bullrog girl yeah what she could do figure
1: out what her deal is
2: um so the end of 20 we've only got a handful of heroes who haven't been executed by the robot drones uh immortal and duplicate they survived they they're off with their family in hiding best tiger he escapes Uh, There was one other one that they named, but I forgot who it was, and I didn't write it down. And then there's a group of them all together. There's a Sasquatch-like character who's got his face halfway burned off. Pegasus, my favorite character in these books. That girl survived. Uh, Bulletproof is still alive, and he's still, for some reason, rocking Invincible's costume, even though Invincible has been back for a while. And Invincible even asked uh, Cecil about it at the very beginning of this chapter. Like, why the fuck is he still dressing as me? But he survives. Um, There's just a pug. I don't... Like, we had to have noted this thing at some point in time and it showed up before, but it's just a pug. So that's adorable. Uh, Donald's floating head is still around. Brit is still around. And there's one member of the Reptile Society who looks like it might be like a chameleon or a lizard type of animal. There's a, a cool boomerang guy. I forget what his name was. He had the coolest fucking name. I can't remember it, and I didn't want to check the archives to see it. Do you remember it all? Oh
1: man, um, I'm pretty sure we named the episode after that guy.
2: Kaboomerang. Fuck. Oh you. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. It. Right. Kaboomerang is still alive. Okay. Fuck. That guy's cool. I can't believe that's what made me remember. It was saying that there was a the title of an episode. And then there's a a random FEMA who I don't remember. Seeing in any of these previous like crossover type stories, but she looks like she's just boom boom from the X Men team. And uh, at the end of it, because all the viltrumites like Marcus tried to rally his dad and get them to help out, and they the viltrumites all meet with uh one of the uh, robot's drones and he tells them he, he cuts a deal with them and they all agree to it. At the end of it, Mark faces the reality that Rex has won, and they can't kill him or stop him.
1: Which is cool, like, seeing Rex rise up. So he starts wearing a really nice suit. He was, yeah. I like that he just immediately puts on, like, the suit and tie. I feel like he just took Cecil's clothes off of him and just put it on. Maybe he'll
2: stand with blood
1: and guts. That's true. Well, I mean, maybe he got his spare suit or something. He just immediately wears his clothes. Because it did look a little big on him. I do like that he
2: still rocks the like douchey like teenager like shit beard, though the
1: entire time he's wearing in this suit. Oh yeah.
2: He needs no time a, to shave. He needs a haircut. He needs to dress like a real man.
1: Yeah, he does. Get a haircut. Fucking hippie. Fucking hippies, yeah. Alright, so then volume twenty one, you ready to go to let's, that? Let's
2: dive in some more of the raping. Oh, okay. So
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs>
2: So at the end of it, Mark is just sitting there, like curled up in a ball in like the fetal position, like you would be, and he's not crying. But uh, this random farmer guy like sees him there because his clothes have been all ripped off him, and he's only got like a little bit of his suit at the bottom of his pant leg area. And he's like, "Uh, "You look about my son size. Do you need some clothes?" And he gives him a nice pair of overalls, and he flies away. But like he keeps trying to fight her back anisa and she's way stronger than him so she just keeps it. she also apparently really likes to get the shit kicked out of her as she's fucking is what she keeps explaining to mark so he's just yeah. he's just setting her off she's gonna explode on him. it's his own fault
1: you should just do like reverse psychology like oh yeah let's uh go out to dinner first and i'll uh respect you as a woman like take let me take your coat. Like why doesn't she just fuck any of the full blown
2: Voltramite? Like her whole thing, she explains, is is that she doesn't want human cum because it's weak and pathetic. She wants Voltramite cum. So why the fuck is she not like fucking like any of the dozen Voltramite dudes that are still alive to procreate with them? Like wouldn't that make the most sense instead she's taking that fucking half breed?
1: Well they're telling her to go like comb. bang humans. Yeah. It, and that's it is weird. It's like she's the last Viltramite female. You would think that they would constantly be breeding the full blood ones, like just constantly pumping her with cum and then popping out babies and shit. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that they would do that. Like it makes sense for the having the men go out and bang all the women down there because you can just like bang them and you don't have to like call them back. But like you'd have to give special care to the woman Viltramite, so like just make it a full blood. Yeah, that makes sense to me.
2: Yeah, that was very confusing.
1: I I feel like Nolan is not a great leader in this. He's he's very he's kind of like weird. He's like he's like, oh nothing's more important than the uh than the survival of the of the Viltramite race. But then he doesn't think to like have to like bang the um, full blooded Viltramite woman or something. Yeah, it's it's super idiotic. Yeah, it is. Poor leadership. There it is. Yeah.
2: I mean, you're you're forcing her to have to rape your son because you can't dictate <laughs> better to your people. Zero That's true, it's no yeah. one's fault that this happened. It
1: is, yeah. Like she should not be this thirsty for like half Viltramite might come. Yeah, that should be especially when there's all the that Viltramite willing might and come.
2: like ready-bodied Viltramite, real full-blown come. Just waiting for yeah.
1: Her. She should be bukaki by these Seriously. Why are we not just having them all like yeah.
2: quadruple teamer shit?
1: Yeah, why not? I mean
2: it's what she wants, it's what the vulturemite Empire wants and deserves and needs. I mean, it's a win 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 win. Mark doesn't have right. to be raped. Like, I only see positives out of this. Why are we not I do too?
0: Come on, Nolan. Pull your head out of your ass.
1: What an asshole! We all that's why we all miss Thrag. you ready to move on to Volume Twenty One. Yeah, about Thrag. yeah, we're talking um, about Thrag. He's the one so who's
2: figured this shit out.
1: Thrag and is Craig doing did... what I thought Nolan was going to be doing on that bug planet. So he ends well, up this bug planet. He picked
2: a wrong bug planet because they just die off like instantly. Thrag seems to have picked one that may potentially like have a longer life expectancy. It seems like so. He is just procreating with every single female version that they have on that planet. It looks like
1: or else Yeah, he's the only one doing that right. Or else maybe
2: like they have like insects like instead of like a single child at birth, they give birth to like a, a sack of eggs or something and they all hatch like a million fucking new babies at a time.
1: Maybe? So he only has like one mate. Is what you're saying.
2: I mean, I don't no, fucking I think he's know cuz they have like it. a incubator. Lined up of like just a thousand like newborn baby infants, so I don't know necessarily what the process was. Like, they only show her giving birth to like one at the very end, but they're like, Yeah, put them with all the rest. And then they show like this, like this entire like facility of all these new infants, so maybe it was multiple hatchlings at a time or babies at a time.
1: Well, like, it is the same race as uh, what's his name? No, it can't Oliver. be Oliver. It is. It really is. No, these are no. They said as much. Yeah. Did they really? He's wearing the same. Yeah, and and Thrag is wearing the same like stupid emperor armor. I thought or that chest planet, plate that Nolan. I thought wears. that
2: planet died off during the fucking fight with the two. other they Why the f- no? Because those are going to die off immediately. They they don't have a life expectancy. Oliver only survived because he like lived on Earth for. So long, and that somehow like slowed the aging process or whatever.
1: No, his Viltramite come DNA slowed the aging process. I don't think it had, any, it had anything to do with living on Earth. Because yeah, because they went back to the planet and they're like Oliver, what do you think about being on your home planet? And he's like, uh, everyone I know died generations ago. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's it's certainly the same one. Like that's why Thrag would have went there because he knew about it because he met Oliver.
2: Oh, I also didn't read any of these books.
1: Apparently. Oh, okay, yeah. Apparently, both of us have reading comprehension (laughs) issues. How the fuck fuck did we both miss giant
2: chunks of these books?
1: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, all right. So then, so Thrag's on this planet, banging all the aliens, and Battle Beast comes over, comes over, like, oh yeah, let's, uh, we're gonna fucking do this. So then they're fighting for like weeks and weeks. I love.
2: Yeah, this is great because. Like, all of Volume 2 is going on, or all of Volume 21 is going on, periodically it just cuts back to, like, a single page of these two just murdering the shit out of each other in this never-ending, like, ongoing fucking war that Battle Beast and Thrag are just having together. I love how they did that.
1: Yeah, that was cool. It's, like, just just cutaways real quick. Like, oh, this is what's going on over here. Like, There's all Meanwhile... this
2: other shit going on, so you know it's, like, a week or a month long like battle between the two of them too
1: so it ends with Thrag winning obviously but he when he wins he makes like a cool like battle beast fur cape i did like the fur cape yeah i would wear that yeah The, the only note i had for this volume when they're back on earth is uh mark is at the comic book shop again and kirkman is like shitting on corporate comic books for like oh yeah the good guy always wins and all that so we get we get more of that more of like kirkman's comic book talk at the comic book store being cunty i
2: mean that's where we got our episode title from is that scene how did you not note this
1: well what was it
2: so i wish this was a real comic book there's a there's a title of a book behind the guy he's talking to it's called juggalo high school (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's cool.
2: <laughs> I wish I wish that they had enough room to like actually animate like something for the cover of it that we could see. Yeah, but Juggalo High School. That, I that sounds awesome.
1: That sounds like that episode of It's Always Sunny. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, uh that is cool. Also, in there, there's a a Red Hulk statue, and it's just labeled as Anger Man. There's a, a Batman in a lighter gray and a purple suit. And instead of just the two ears, ear points on his cow, he has like a third random pointy thing on the cow in the head area. Um there's another comic book called Cheddar Satan. There's one called Sex Perverts, which I think is making fun of sex criminals. And there's another one that just ends in AGA and I don't know if it's just actually like shutting out and plugging saga since they're both image books. I, I assume oh, it, it is and not a parody, but I couldn't see there wasn't an animation for it or anything. It was cut off. So I don't know if it was a parody or not. All right. But uh, while they're in there, the guy Marcus explains that he hasn't been in in over a year to pick up his stuff, but the guy is still letting him get his science dog orders filled every month because the, bookstore has stopped ordering science dog otherwise and this guy just reads all of mark's issues while he's waiting for him to pick them up and apparently science dog has a female version of himself from an alternate alternate dimension that shows up and they just call it his sister and she's the main character now of the book and that's when they go into like shitting on the normal comic book stories
0: yeah comic book shop is called black cat comics.
2: Uh, I also had a note here about how weird Nolan looks in khaki pants when they're oh. visiting the old house.
1: Yeah. I mean, haven't seen him wear those in a while. Yeah.
0: No cape to go like along with it. It's, it's
1: a weird look for him. Right. I, <laughs>
2: I also like how Mark creepily checks up on Amber after all these years apart and after he's been happily <laughs> married and has a new kid like he still like randomly flies by to like check up on her like out of nowhere like what a weirdo like who fucking does that Yeah that is pretty weird <laughs>
1: yeah, The other was pretty funny though um, yeah, so Mark and Eve decide they're going to leave Earth because of Robot taking over. They're like, "Oh, let's just leave Earth and go live in, on Alan's planet, which I'm forgetting the name right now. The Scara but, or uh, something? Something like that. Um, so they're living over there and trying to adjust, and they're meeting Oliver's weird cockroach person girlfriend, who seems like a cunt. And, um, no, Mark was being a cunt to her. Yeah, but she's like a cockroach person, and she cooked food shitty. She cooked delicious fucking alien food that's now a, a, part of their
2: new home planet. It's on Eve for not being such a fucking stuck-up bitch and demanding like fucking Earth salad. Fuck her. Mark enjoyed it and once he gave it a taste. do will be such a coward. Yeah, but then he, Give it a taste. Then he shit himself.
1: He was. She shit all over his pants. We had like, yeah, there twirling. was like a
2: 13 page long epilogue about like Mark's massive giant monster shit that he took yeah. after
1: eating this thing. They couldn't stop talking about the shit. Like even when they they thought their daughters, so their daughter ate this food and then it made her heart like stop, no, but she was fine.
2: The daughter didn't need it. Eve ate the salad oh, right. and the breastfed her afterwards and like that. That's right. That's transferred. it. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so they they go into the room and the baby's like not breathing and you know the heart stopped periodically but she doesn't really doesn't really matter for her cuz of the Viltrumite thing. Um so even during that time they're like oh man the baby's like uh, we got to take this baby to the hospital. That was really nasty shit you took, Mark. They're like still talking about the shit during this crisis that they're having. Eve have almost put lot. her hair in it. Ugh. Ew. Yeah, Eve just needs to get out of the bathroom. Why is she just just leave leave him the fuck alone. Let him deal with it. I mean, after barely surviving this massive shit,
2: that's when Mark finally breaks down and lays all the cards on the table until they're about the raping. Oh, yeah. He tries to justify it. He's like, maybe, maybe I didn't fight back hard enough. and Maybe I really was asking for it. It's all my fault. And at first, instead of being supportive and being like, no, it's your body, your choice. Just because you were wearing that short, skimpy outfit doesn't give Anissa the right to do that to you You're the victim yeah. here Mark It's her fault Instead of doing that she just like gets pissed off And like walks away like a cunt And then that's when they see that Tara is Fucking dead And go to the ER Right. And after that Eve Like realizes what total twat She's been and she's like you're right No one has the right to rape you I do feel bad for you
1: it, well, it, it took yeah, it
2: took me a week, but I've calmed <laughs> down. I forgive you for getting raped.
1: Yeah. All right. So moving on to twenty two. Then no. you ready for that? No? So we okay. got
2: another corpse reference. Finally, that's always good. This one is entrails no. ripped from a battle beast's cunt. Oh
0: nice. Because Thra-
2: Thrag actually like legit ripped the entrails out from him from his cunt. Cunt. Yeah. Uh. Nice. And well, I didn't understand this. Like, so Battle Beast has been fucking this like I don't know, she's like a weird green and brown alien lady with like a uh she looks like Triton from the Inhumans, kinda like a a weird like scale mohawk type thing at the top of her head. And she's got these awesome like razor blade nails or claws or whatever. Uh and her name is Thresha. And, like, she was on the ship fucking him before he went to go and rage this war against Thrag. Thrag is, like, basically passed out. He's so fucking destroyed at the end of this battle where he just barely beat Battle Beast. Why does she not immediately go down there and just fucking finish the job and off Thrag? Like, that would get her her revenge for Battle Beast, who she loved. It would also finally put an end to Thrag <clears throat> and we wouldn't even have to worry about like getting Allen and Oliver and Mark and everyone else to like fucking wage this rate. Fuck. Wage this war against him and his new army. Like I don't understand why the fuck it didn't just end right then and there.
1: Eh, I don't know. She's not a very good uh, she strategic planner or whatever. But
2: she's like Battle Beast's female equivalent and he even says so in bed right before he goes to the battle. That's the whole reason he fell in love with her. Because she's the only one who's vicious enough and can actually make him bleed and shit when he's fucking. And I guess that's what Battle Beasts like.
1: Battle Beasts just bang the Viltramite rapist.
2: I mean, why doesn't he just start fucking Thrag? Like,
1: Yeah, true.
2: Those two should hook up. Like, it's not going to carry on the Empire, which I think would
1: kind of piss off rig, but it could be a side piece yeah i mean it does need to happen all right so the so then this volume ends with mark touching some glowy thing and then being sent to the past right and then we move into the next issue yep all right i like that this issue is actually called reboot as well question mark reboot question mark yeah right which so yeah he touches this glowy thing and ends back in like volume 1 or 2 where with all his memories uh intact you know so he knows what's going to happen like what's what when his dad's going to betray him and all that shit and he's using it to like preemptively stop crimes and shit that he remembers i mean i guess it's all right I, this kind of went on a little bit long and it's hasn't really been explained within this but i mean i would hope that they kind of explain like what the fuck all this is like, because he's gone. And for him, it feels like, you know, a matter of weeks. But when he comes back, it's been like, probably like, uh, like five years. Cause his daughter is older now.
2: Yeah. She's like a f- four ish year old toddler or some shit now.
1: Yeah. And then, and he's like, this is right after he tells Eve, like, Oh yeah, I won't, that thing won't happen again where I get stuck in other dimensions. <laughs> I I promise. And then he like immediately gets uh sucked into the past for years, apparently and um you know it makes him look like a real asshole yeah but yeah he's um he's he's like talking to this uh to the glowy thing at the end the glowy thing's like oh yeah you're the savior um you can make everything better so like this is a real reality you can stay here and uh make everything good you've saved thousands and then he's like uh no i want to go back with my daughter and the, the Glowy thing seemed pissed off it's like oh no we didn't account for this that you would say no and yeah she was like i, I wasn't expecting this uh <laughs> this request wait a sec It's like wait wait a minute so i i mean i wonder if they'll come back to that i mean it, i would hope they would i, I mean, guess it has like, to be
2: the opening of the next volume since it ends yeah, with him realizing how much time he's been away
1: yeah but we'll see i mean we've only got three more volumes left so one more of these things they hope they get back to it this was an annoying
2: shitty filler episode or issue it Yeah, really I, really yeah. was out of place when we we're
1: this close to the fucking conclusion like total waste of time we don't need this i mean maybe one issue but like this is this is like a several issue arc this is like pretty much the whole volume was uh him being in the past and Talking to like skinny Allen, which I, I forgot how skinny Allen was. Yeah, the like now non-swole like Allen. Yeah, weird. And
2: like reminiscing about how great it was when Rex was alive or explode. Yeah,
1: right. Stopping his dad before he turns. Yeah. Talking to Robot before he became an asshole. But yeah, I mean, it, it really was a filler episode and definitely the weakest of the three.
2: Yeah, like we were on such a high note from that fucking awesome battle beast fucking battle. And then we end yeah. on this downer note of like just a waste of time.
1: Like, yeah, I know. It's it's like- a, it's, I, I really hate it when that happens. Like I hate the flashback episode. God damn it. Stop doing flashback episodes. I don't want to see it. it. You've told me about it already. I get it. I know 20
2: and 21 were good. This one was fucking worthless.
1: Yeah. It's like, yeah, we we already read these volumes like years ago. I don't need to see this again. But this time they have different results. Yeah, but then it was all erased anyway. So it really doesn't matter. And it just may as well have been a dream.
2: But then you can't progress the story about how Tara is slightly older.
0: I forgot her dad. She
1: doesn't even form memories yet. It's fine. You'll be fine. Don't get upset. She's part of Viltrumite. they can—they have memories from their birth, apparently. No, that's the uh, the the bug people. Oh fuck! Yeah. Well, she was I like, "Hey, are Viltrumite? you my dad?" When he
0: shows up, so she remembers she had a dad.
1: Well, I'm certain she was told that she has a dad by Eve. We'll, we'll we'll be filling in all these gaps, I guess, next month if uh, if they come back to it. So, I'm looking forward to it, though. I'm I'm gonna be. Happy to finish up the series Then a journey before this uh,
2: way more important thing. So they do have a breakout of all the like remaining heroes that are still not executed. And at the end of that, they all regroup in like this safe house spot and robot immediately pops up and he, he's like, yeah, I have eyes and years everywhere I can find you no matter where you are. And Britt was outside for a minute and he saw like how great the world is. And so Rex is like, I came to you in human form. I have nothing on me. I'm not going to fight you guys. I just want to talk for a second. Tell me you guys actually want to continue fighting over what greatness I have done for the world. And at the end of this little debate, all we have left on the uh, anti-robot team now, it's Immortal, Kate, it's Monster Girl, her son best tiger, the boom boom lookalike, and then there was one person kind of standing next to a mortal whose head was kind of cut off. I couldn't tell who it was. It was a black haired guy, it looked like. But I couldn't picture or imagine who it possibly could have been, unless maybe it was Donald, but it didn't look anything like him. So that's the remaining uh, team that's still opposed to Rex. Everyone else, like Kaboomerang, Britt. My girl Pegasus, Bulletproof, they all went back. Oh yeah, wait, not Bulletproof. Bulletproof is the one who betrayed him. That's so how they found him the first safe house and the last issue. But uh the rest of those guys, Kaboomerang, Pegasus, Brit, they all agreed with uh Robot that he's actually done good shit. They just didn't like the way he went about it. And so they all agreed to like go back with him and start working for him again.
1: Yeah, they um
0: they do, do that. So, I
1: mean, yeah, I am just kind of looking forward to getting to the end again. See what comes of all this shit. I mean, we need Mark
2: to stop being a fucking bitch and finally join the immortal and form that super unstoppable murder team and kill the robot.
0: Yeah. Fuck peace yeah, for the be world.
2: We need to get out from under his, like, perfectly, like,
0: thumb. This is his perfect yeah. world creating thumb it's evil potentially it is it's fascism man we're not on flaxon anymore you dick
1: yeah all right anything else about these books nope all right let's hear some reviews so that's that's what we think so let's hear some uh other opinions read some fucking reviews you cuck so this was from volume 20 3 stars. Robot rules. Mark as usual is in trouble. Now, only now it's global. His dad and his people are sitting this one out and violence rules the earth. As usual with invincible, blood is shed and a bit of the old ultra violence runs amuck. And that was it. This that's a 3 star review. That sounds like a 5 star to me. Right? The ultra violence. Yeah. Ultra-violence. yeah. That's what we want. We're reading Invincible. All right. Someone said about volume 21, four stars. Kirkman, always on top. Invincible continues and the series remains at a very good level. After the big reversal of episode 20, the main characters had to evolve. It's done here with elegance and malice. Special, special mention for the return of Battle Beast in this episode. So th- this is also translated from French. So you know, international review. Special mention.
2: I mean, he definitely deserves a special mention.
1: Yeah, he does. All right, and then uh, one I pulled from Volume 22 was five stars, and uh, I picked this one because the title is "What If... dot 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 question mark." So they're comparing this to well. I'm comparing it to that shitty Marvel What If show, so that's, that's a good analogy to this What If Invincible went back in time and uh, didn't, did, did stuff, but then it didn't matter and just went back to the regular time anyway. That's what happens, What If. So this guy says, well, that was a doozy of a volume. There are always a number of ongoing threads, but it does feel higher than ever, especially as the stakes, as the stakes goes up. Mostly I want questions answered. We're getting close to the end of the series and a lot has happened. How does it all get resolved? Well, I am certainly fascinated. Also, all, all the earth stuff here is just so beautifully done. It feels like something should be done. It feels like something that should be done and someone did it. All the earth stuff. I don't know. That's. I don't know what he's talking about. But someone did it and it should have been done. So good job on doing that. What it got done. Me too. All right. So that's Invincible then. We'll finish up our Invincible episodes next In two month. Two months. Two months. Next Why month is Jurassic. Well,
2: not or the second the theme week. It's
1: only a one day. We have all that theme shit again next month. Wait, wait, wait. We only do that one episode on Christmas Day. I don't remember how this show works. Yeah. This, I mean, our, our you audience made a fucking drop it. One. Is it not
2: another fucking month-long thing that we do? I don't remember. No, I didn't make a drop for it. You have a drop for Durasmas? I don't think I do. Check the archives, dude.
1: Alright, I will. I'll, I'll check last year. <laughs> no, let's finish it up last, next month. I want to finish this shit. Fine. Alright, um... What are you bringing in for next week to read? Oh, fuck.
2: Here it is. Crush and Lobo. What is it? Crush and Lobo.
1: Oh, okay. Crush and Lobo. Lobo
2: has a, a daughter now or some shit.
0: Named Crush? Yeah.
1: Cool. Can't wait.
0: Yeah.
2: It's the father-daughter duo we've always wanted and didn't know we needed.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm picking... Uh, berserker which is spelled b-r-z-r-k-r volume one this is a (laughs) i picked this because it's written by keanu reeves whoa what yeah (laughs) he's the writer why the fuck would he write a comic book so we have to read this i mean (laughs) this is gonna be something i don't think he's a writer like you know he's not even really an actor but he's just like cool the one thing he does
2: He's always been known for his I, writing. Wait, B-E-R-Z?
1: No, B. No, no, no. No no vowels. B-R-Z-R-K-R. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so he, he's clearly not very good at spelling. He's a so terrible I wonder, writer. I can't Holy wait. shit. He forgot there's, how important no vowels, vowels are in word in construction. <laughs> Just no vowels in this book at all. I hope, I hope that's how I that's fucking hope that's thing. what he did. That'd be really funny. I'm trying to be
2: super fucking cute and hilarious yeah oh
1: yeah. oh man i I watched some but yeah he is a shitty actor though i watched some uh, some movie yeah well i know he's good at that shit but i watched the movie where he was trying to play a scientist um <laughs> called replicas that was on netflix that was pretty fucking good you should check that there's like no like fighting in it at all it's why? just like him trying to be a scientist why would you
2: hire keanu
1: reeves <laughs> to play anything other than like the ultimate ass-kicking dude like i don't know there, there's another movie I saw on uh, Netflix. I, I haven't watched it. It's called Knock Knock. And it's about like these two women um, knock on Keanu Reeves door. Like, oh, oh yeah, I've you seen use that. Your phone. It's raining. It, have you seen the movie? Yeah. Oh, OK. So it, but then they I guess they just like rape Keanu Reeves or something. I I don't know what they do. But how how was that? Was he shitty in that movie, too? Because it looked like he was. I mean, it's not a great movie to begin with, but All I right. guess he was the highlight of it. I don't know. I mean, it's funny to, like... It's only funny to see him do something where he's not, like, an ass-kicking badass guy.
2: Yeah, that's why Bill and Ted's... Whatever that new well, one was actually, so awesome. I
1: Actually, okay, I I take that back. That was not funny. What do you mean? That was hilarious. At least the new one wasn't funny. It was, maybe the other ones were good back in the day for Gen X people, but... Um, that, that new one was fucking god-awful. The new one was awesome. No, but they're trying to, like, shoehorn in, like it's kind of like what they're gonna do with Lobo they're gonna like make girl Lobo a thing now I know and that's this what they're is... doing they're like making girl Bill and Ted Lobo thing. and Crush is basically it's the awful. Bill and
2: Ted's new adventure the comic book
1: that's why I picked it oh okay I can't, can't wait to read yeah. that alright anyway is there any show that we're watching I'm sure there is what'd you pick uh, I didn't pick anything I thought the Hawkeye show was coming out it's but on, it, that's that's like on two weeks later fuck so I'll we'll have to wait, wait on that. Eternals. I just checked it while we were recording. Oh. Uh, okay. Eternals. Great. Great. Why do you sound so bummed out? Because they don't want to go to the theater. And, uh, no, don't they go. Are, yeah, don't the waste your time going to the theater.
2: Yeah. Fuck that.
1: They just put it right on streaming so I can pirate it. Like, what the fuck? Why did they stop doing that? I loved when they did that. It was awesome. No waiting around pirate things all right fine so join us next week for that and uh in the meantime follow us on the internet or follow me on the internet at donnie um i mean you can give mine out go ahead and uh follow dave at dstu the god follow us at giraffes hbd pod on facebook and twitter soundcloud.com slash dj von for the music and patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues see you next week bye Come did you get covered in so
2: so much like i was so glad this year that they just they mostly used red as like all the blood but there was also a little bit of blue which i, I don't know if that was supposed to be become or piss but the blue didn't what? stick because everything else was red so it got drowned out by the red and so it's not nearly as difficult to cover up or like it doesn't stick out as like, obviously as like the fucking bluish green fucking paint from the last time they came through. So I was super Mm -hmm. thrilled about that because it's way less obvious and I'm covered in it still. This actually, this came off a lot easier. Like I was at the, uh, so I got to be on the loading dock at the end of the show and like talk to like the tour manager and like see all the guys at the end of the show and stuff. And the tour manager, like, he told me exactly what to use specifically to get it off as fast as even oh. possible. And I, I actually happened to have the sh- brand that he said. So it worked out. Like, I've I've got it still huh. kind of in my fingernails and, like, my toenails a little bit. But other than that, I'm toenails. pretty much completely clear of it. Were you not wearing shoes? No, you go barefoot, dude. Oh. I wore shoes I could throw out immediately <laughs> at the end of it so that i holes hold okay. them it's where
1: flip-flops
2: i wore my flip-flops because that's what i would do when i catch bodies it's flip-flop attire all right because you know i don't want to i don't want to trip or not look stylish and have my feet sweaty that makes it uncomfortable huh there were like three little kids i kept crowd surfing the whole show too i was weird i hated fucking catching little kids because it feels weird and creepy it's weird and creepy so eventually, you should not be eventually I just gave children. up on catching them. I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. That's gross. I just let them fall every time. <laughs> my,
1: fuck them. My hands are up here. they not aroused. They'll learn. Yeah. <laughs> I, Don't touch them. That's
2: how I had to do it. Yeah. yeah. Protect myself over them. Fuck that.
1: I know. Who the fuck is making you touch kids? That's fucked up. What an asshole. Yeah, fuck their that's dads.
2: Weird.
1: Yeah. Don't bring kids to concerts. What the hell?
2: Yeah. Or at least make them sit in fucking seats. Don't let them fucking crowd surf like assholes. No one wants to fucking catch or touch your fucking kids. You dick.
1: No one wants to. I mean, I'm not,
2: I mean, maybe there's a Batman, but I'm certainly not the Batman of this like fucking
1: venue. I don't want to touch them. I thought you were going to say like, well, maybe some kids are (laughs) hot. (laughs) Like it depends
0: on the kid. Uh, Well, I mean, in fairness. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Oh man.
1: These
2: kids just did
1: not have it going on though. No, alright. So no one wants to touch an ugly kid. No, fuck no. Ew. <laughs> Gross. But uh
2: the one guy from four, so at the end of the show, since so they were on their human skin. He was helping us load shit and at the end of the show. And he like lifted up his shirt to like kind of like cool himself off because of how hot it was. And I don't know why, but he's got a giant tramp stamp tattoo, and then he also has like he clearly has some kind of weird tattoo lines on his ass that were kind of sticking out of his jeans. I'm like, oh. oh, that's fucking weird. You should just keep your costume on, I think, all the time to hide those.
1: That's why he wears so much of his costume. Yeah. No one will see my tramp stamp, like an <laughs> ass tattoo.
2: Like the one guy was so beat up at the end of the show, the guy who plays Bonesaw. Like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with that dude, but he clearly needs some kind of, like, knee surgery. Like, he's just, like, hobbling. Oh, man. Like, as he's walking around, we're like, Jesus Christ, man. How are you doing this
1: every night? So, yeah, I don't fucking know. I'm too old for this shit. Damn. There was this... War white while you can, I guess. Fuck.
2: It was this random woman outside after the show who, like, our backstage green room girl... She went and got, like, some Papa John's pizzas for the guys, and she was trying to put them onto their truck after the show, but, like, uh, the tour manager hadn't been out yet to unlock it, and so she was waiting on him, so she called him on the walkie-talkie. And while she's standing out there, there was this, like, uh, I think homeless woman who came over, and, like, we have a fence between, like, the parking lot and, like, where people are on the sidewalk, so like, she couldn't actually touch her or get to her, but she just started yelling. At her, and I just hear our girl yelling back, like, Go fuck yourself! I'm like, uh, damn, all I could hear is like a faint yelling because my ears are still ringing and I'm still half deaf from like the show. Plus, I got a little bit of paint in the one ear, some fake blood that I'm still like trying to get out. I uh, like, I come over and I'm like, Is everything okay over here? And like, the two of them are just yelling back and forth at each other. I don't know. I think the homeless girl was trying to get pizza or bitter to like give her some pizza or something and for some reason she just like freaked out on her, started telling her to go fuck herself. It was it was fucking weird. Like, yeah, Damn. just walk away please, so I don't wanna go and get the cops.
1: Very that's a very eventful show. Yeah, it was. Damn. So how was the pizza? Pretty good.
0: All right, good. Awesome meat, the way it should be. Yeah.
2: Last night, we had this R&B singer girl come through, who I'm not very familiar with, and I was out on the loading dock the whole show, but like the dudes in her band that play with her, they were fucking cool as hell. Like the one guy had a drone and he was showing me and teaching me all this shit about drones. Man, drones are fucking awesome. Like he showed me the, the video, like he was just like, it's only, he just got it. He's only like flown it like three or four times so far. He was just like playing around with it in the parking lot and like just practicing for a little bit. Then he showed me the video that it takes like on his phone, man, they're fucking cool. I want a drone now. Yeah. You should buy a drone. You should absolutely buy a drone. Yeah. He's saying he's taking online classes to like get his, it's not a pilot's license, but it's whatever the fuck kind of license you need for like flying bigger versions of the drone. I don't fucking
0: know, but all right. That's a cool guy. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He and I are best friends now. That's new. I also like that they better
1: than trains almost. Yeah, they all they all
2: smoked so much weed and they didn't give a fuck about doing it. Like right next to me too. So I'm pretty sure I got like the most outrageous contact high ever while on the clock.
1: Nice perfect well outside and not indoors yeah that's that's good yeah makes work better it yeah it made it fun not.
2: but then they kept going they were getting this uh barbecue from this barbecue place like right next door and man i, I so badly wanted to sandwich from there when they were like reading off the menu and shit <laughs> and i had to wait until i got awful off, of, off of work and it
0: sucked damn